Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. We're about to kick off another great episode of What I Do and What I Do Best, and that's Run My Mouth. Again, you've reached the Man Cave here in Redan, Georgia. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening in, whether you're listening live or listening archived. If you want to join in in the conversation, the phone number is 347-945-7975, or, of course, you can log on to our site on blog talk radio forward slash motormouth mosley join us in chat i can do both things i'm doing my little multitasking thing at the same time but i did want to say that we're going to have a lot to talk about it's going to be a quick show i hit the wrong button so we're going to go about 15 to 30 minutes but we're going to just get it all crammed in as quick and as fast as we can we had a lot of great nfl action over the last few days my picks suck royally over the last two weekends I've gone 12 and 15 and that is just not standard that I had set early in the season so I am down I am down for the year now down to a 95 and 50 which is still almost two-thirds you know I'm not I'm you know two out of every three so I'm doing pretty well I'm at about 60 percent I took a couple of tough ones on the chin last week none more embarrassing than that facade of a team that showed up down in New Orleans and played against the Saints, it was a very embarrassing, a very poorly played, a very poorly coached Cowboy team that went down to New Orleans and just got smacked around. It was ugly. But highlight of the weekend on my picks, got to say, I picked, I picked Tampa Bay to beat Miami. Yes, I picked one of the winless teams to actually get their first win, and with all of the disarray that's going on in the Miami locker room with the Martin uh, incognito thing going on, I just didn't see how they would be able to put together a good game. Uh, They actually fought through pretty well, uh, considering they were missing two of their starting linemen, offensive linemen, but, yes, I did pick that one. Now, we've got uh, uh, one of the things that also happened over the last weekend was there were a lot of major uh, stars for some teams that took some – they're rather nicked up right now. Uh, running back for Tampa Bay Monday night, lost for the season, broken ankle. Peyton Manning got banged up a little bit. We don't know what's going to go on with his ankle. Sean Lee, linebacker for the Cowboys, hamstring, out three to four weeks. DeMarcus Walker uh, went out like a gladiator, tried to play, still banged up, um, actually pulled up late in the game. Ideal time for Dallas to be having a bye. They're off this weekend, uh, and rumor has it that bye is favored to win by seven. Uh, Dallas will play well, play strong, play tough, but bye will win with the last, within the last three minutes of the game. Uh, we've also got some great college football that went on, a lot of shake-up in the Motormouth Mosley NCAA football rankings. 
We kind of brushed over it a little bit the other night, but we're going to definitely touch on it again. We're going to give out our rankings, look at some games that are coming up this weekend. I think I'll start off with some college football and then come back to the NFL because I also want to have a little commentary at the end of the show in regards to the uh, Incognito Martin thing. I want to talk about that a little bit and how the, the media is portraying that. Um, but let's go through my top ten uh, in NCAA college football. Uh, of course, we're talking the FCS, uh, the big boys. Now, in the FBS, uh, we've also got uh, uh, Illinois, an Eastern Illinois team that's ranked number two in the country, uh, Coach Dino Babers, former University of Hawaii, Morse High School in San Diego, very coaching jobs in college football. Now head coach uh, down there in uh, Eastern Illinois University, the home of the, the Fighting Panthers. Um, got the number two team ranked in their division. The only loss came to a top 25 ranked uh, Division One team, uh, FBS team that uh, is uh, Northern Illinois. So they've actually uh, got a great program going on down there. Um, but back to my rankings, at number 10, I've got Missouri. At number 9, I've got Auburn. At uh, number 8, I've got Texas A&M. At number 7, Oregon dropped after their loss to Stanford. At number 6, I've got Clemson, still a very formidable team. At uh, number 5, I've got an undefeated Ohio State team. Uh, at number four, I've got a one-loss Stanford team. At number three, I've got Texas. Uh, um, excuse me, I've got Baylor uh, and their dynamic offense and their overlooked defense. At number two, I've got Florida State, and of course, at number one, I've got Alabama. Uh, consensus number one pick. Um, I looked at the schedule for this weekend, and it didn't look like any of the teams. Uh, we're going to have any games that, you know, that were going to be difficult, uh, shocking games that were upsets were likely. Um, there were about three games where I, a little shaking up could go on. Uh, at number nine, Auburn team is playing against Georgia, and that game is in Auburn, Alabama. Um, Georgia is a very talented team. Georgia was, uh, early in the season, looked at as a potential national champion, a potential team that could knock off Alabama. A couple of losses have really uh, dampened their season. Uh, it won't finish, they won't finish as high as they had anticipated, but they're a very formidable team against an undefeated Auburn team that um, I think their only test has really been that A&M game that they pulled out in Kyle Field. Uh, so I, the, the, that's the game to kind of keep an eye on, and that's Auburn hosting the uh, University of Georgia. At, number seven, at my number seven, I've got Oregon playing against Utah. And the reason why that game is a little bit interesting is because U, Oregon, excuse me, Utah is the team that knocked off Stanford. Stanford's the team that beat Oregon. So... Uh, Although this game is going to be at Palo Alto, it's going to be in California, Stanford's home, home field. So I think Stanford's going to have the edge. They are a very, very talented team, a very fundamentally sound team. Uh, they do everything well. I'm not sure what happened in that Utah game. I guess they just had a bad day. But uh, I would be surprised if Utah is able to give Oregon the kind of game that they gave Stanford. But – 
I think it's still some uh, one to watch. And, of course, an in-state rivalry game. You've got Texas Tech uh, playing against Baylor. Um, it's coached by uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who is a former Texas Tech uh, quarterback who bounced around a little bit and coached uh, at A&M under Coach Sumlin. Uh, this is his first year at Tech. Um, that could actually turn out to be a decent game. Uh, Texas Tech was ranked early in the year. Uh, they are kind of on a slide right now. I think they're looking at about three or four losses um, in a row. Um, so I'm not so sure how well they'll stack up against a very uh, well-rounded, very dynamic uh, Baylor team. But, again, that's one of those games that uh, needs to be watched a little bit. I don't think that their offense can keep up with Baylor's offense. And looking at their last three losses to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State, uh, they gave up 38, 52, and 49 points. If they gave up that many points to those teams, uh, Baylor may have another one of those games where they're throwing up 70 points. We'll see what's going to happen. So I don't think there's going to be much of a shakeup. Uh, if Alabama holds true, if uh, A.J. McCarron uh, does his thing and continues to play the way he has played, I, I see him on the fast track to win the Heisman. Um, after the conversation the other night with Coach Miniplate, uh, I could see a little bit where he was coming from, that Marcus Mariota should still be in the running for the Heisman. Uh, he may get an invite, uh, but I, I definitely – uh, at this point, I believe it's a two-man race between uh, Johnny Manziel and A.J. McCarron, and I just don't think that enough voters appreciate uh, the football player Johnny Manziel in spite of the non-athlete uh, Johnny Manziel. I think they're going to hold his off-the-field antics against him, and I definitely think that's going to hurt him. Now, to the NFL, as I said, Took, it on, on, took, took a tough one on the chin last weekend, but here are my picks for this weekend. Here are my picks in week 11. Um, Indianapolis goes to Tennessee. Indy's going to win that one. I've got the Jets over Buffalo. I've got Baltimore over Chicago in Chicago. That was kind of tough, but uh, Cutler's not playing unless he gets better this weekend. Um, I think that the, the Ravens are going to be playing a little bit better ball at the late portion of, this, of the season. I've got uh, Cleveland going into Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is going to pull that out. Uh, in an NFC rivalry game, which I think is going to be an extremely tough game, uh, it's a tough one to call. Philly looked really good last week. Actually, the last two weeks, their offense looked really good in spite of how, they, how bad they looked against Dallas. It looks like Nick Foles is playing better ball. Uh, we'll see what Coach Shanahan and RG3 have in store for him. But I'm picking Philly to beat Washington at home. Detroit goes into Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's having a very tough year, very tough year. And I don't think that they have anybody that can stop Megatron either. Uh, but I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to throw this out there. I'm picking Pittsburgh in an upset over Detroit, which is kind of odd to say because the fact that Detroit is probably not – they don't have a tradition of a Pittsburgh Steelers organization. But I, uh, I definitely think that Pittsburgh's going to uh, win that one at home. I've got Atlanta going into Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, as I picked last weekend, was one of the few teams that uh, – 
got their first win, one of the two teams that got their first win of the season. I'm calling it right now. They're going to get their win number two. I'm taking Tampa over Atlanta. I'm taking Jacksonville to also get their second win over Arizona at home. I know that that's a reach. I know that nobody, uh, conventional thinking is totally against that, but that's my call. Um, Oakland goes in and plays the Texans at Houston. I'm picking Houston to win that one at home. Although Oakland is playing a decent brand of football, uh, they still have some bugs to work out. First-year coach is getting some some progress out of Terrell Pryor. He didn't look healthy that game uh, on Sunday, so I'm not sure what his physical condition is. Um, but I definitely think that he is on the right track to being uh, the type of quarterback that uh, a lot of people saw him being when he came out of high school and when he came out of Ohio State. Uh, let's see, where am I? I've got San Diego at Miami. Even though that game's in Miami, San Diego's not a great road team, but I'm still picking the Chargers to win that game. I still think that there's just too much going on in the Miami locker room. Uh, as much as the players can deny it, it's being a distraction, I absolutely do believe that there are issues going on there. Uh, San Francisco goes into New Orleans and plays the Saints. That is going to be one of the two premier games, in my opinion, over the weekend. I think that um, New Orleans will be a little bit cocky, a little arrogant after the spanking they put on the Cowboys, but I don't think they match up well with the physicality of the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm picking the Niners to upset the Saints at home. Green Bay will lose to the Giants. They've got issues at quarterback. Uh, Minnesota uh, will be no match for the uh, Seahawks. And in the other uh, premier game, in the other premier game, I've got Kansas City knocking off Denver in Denver. I know that's going to upset a whole lot of people, including many plate, uh, but I still think that Kansas City, especially with Peyton Manning being a little nicked up uh, and the offensive line for the Broncos not being great, I definitely um, I see Kansas City winning that game. I think that's the Sunday night game. And then on Monday night, you've got New England going into Carolina playing the Panthers. Panthers are playing decent ball. Can't take that away from them. Uh, I'm going to go with New England. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with Carolina in that game. I'm going with Carolina to take care of business at home. Looks like I got Coach Howard on the line. Coach Howard's uh, in the chat room. He's upset with my Saints pick over the 49ers. But uh, I got too many... I live around too many Saints fans to pick them, so ain't no way I'm going to uh, go along with that. Now, according to my timer, it looks like I'm running out of time, and I may have run out of time, but uh, I think I have a little bonus time. So I'll just keep talking, and whatever will be, will be. Like I said earlier, um, my picks for the week, week 11 will be Indianapolis, New York Jets, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Philly, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Jacksonville, Houston, San Diego, San Francisco, the New York Giants, Seattle, Kansas City, and the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Coach Howard disagrees with me on that on that pick. Uh, I, I think that, uh, unfortunately, that the Saints aren't as good as the Cowboys made them look. Uh, um, Mark Ingram looked like 
uh, a great running back against a porous Dallas defense, I don't see that happening again. I think that the 49ers will be much more physical. I think they will do a better job of controlling the ball, and I think they will be, do a better job of putting points on, on the scoreboard. So, yes, I have still, even though I have a history of being a 49er hater, it was on my email, it was on my truck, but I am now saying that I still believe that it will be San Francisco over New Orleans. Um, it looks like I'm still on air a little bit. I don't think I've completely been off the air. Um, but I did want to touch on this um, incognito and Martin situation over in Miami. In a nutshell, in my opinion, okay, I know Cognito has, has a history of getting in trouble and being a dirty player and all that stuff, and he is in no way getting uh, reamed publicly like some other players have uh, for some of their antics. Uh, he's uh, definitely not in the same light as Indomitian Sue. Um, but when you cause disarray in your own locker room with your own teammate and you don't understand that you may have gone too far and you have repeatedly gone too far, there's not only a problem with you, but there's an intrinsic problem in your locker room between the other players on that squad and the coaches on that, on that, in that organization and the upper echelon of that organization. If they allow a bad seed to cause this much disarray, and even if it's just one player, it's still one player too many. And if it got to a point where this player felt that he needed to not just take a little time off, but has literally said that I can't play for this team anymore, then something needs to change. Something needs to change. Someone should have stepped in a long time ago. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, he could have stood up for himself. Well, if you're a good teammate, you don't want to have to get into a fight or a physical altercation with your own teammate. You will take it. You will try to deal with it. You will try to ignore it. But when it gets to a point where it's unbearable and no one else is stepping in and you just feel like your only option is to step completely away, then you've got a major problem in your locker room. I would let go of the GM. I would let go of the coach. And I would definitely consider letting go of incognito. As a Cowboy fan, I hope that they release Martin, and I hope Dallas picks him up. He's a great player out of Stanford, very smart, very intelligent. Um, has, you know, has, has some growing to do as a player, but I just feel like he wasn't the bad seed. He did no wrong. He tried to handle it, and he thought the best thing for him to do was to step away. Uh, you hear about people you know, taking guns and uh, having their own type of justice, but he felt like the best thing for him to do was to completely step away. So that's what he did. That's what I respect him for, and uh, I think that uh, it's being glossed over by the media, 
And uh, I think if it would have been a different type of player, I'll just leave it at that, a different type of player, that it would have been viewed very differently. Or if the roles had been reversed, I think it would have been viewed very differently. Well, you've reached the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. Again, want to thank you for listening in. It's been a great show. Uh, log off right now. Uh, looks like my time is running out. I think this is still on the archived version. I hope you have a great week. I hope I have a better week with my picks. Enjoy watching Scandal. Enjoy watching the game on Thursday night, and enjoy yourself. Have a great weekend, and mahalo for listening. Have a great one. Bye.